When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. It's Hale Varsity Radio presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herba. We welcome in Hall of Fame coach Jeff Smith and a longtime assistant at Nebraska. Coach, what a, a weekend of basketball. And uh, I was looking through the, the Big Ten press release today and the Big Ten always kind of lays out their uh, weekly awards and for some reason I don't see team MVP for Ohio State for Purdue or for Wisconsin the the same officiating crew that <laughs> had some controversial uh, dare we say calls or miscalls uh, Fran still turning beat purple how are you uh coach good yeah you know you wonder if some of those guys are working too many games almost and they kind of like three in a week yeah lose focus or i don't know it's there there were some tough calls you know there was a tough one in the nebraska game obviously probably an anticipation call i've seen the baseline ohio state when you you see that along the baseline quite a bit called in basketball where they'll run out of bounds going baseline come in and catch it um, saw that quite a bit, and, but not too much running down the sideline in that situation. I, I just probably one that, that the officials just kind of caught them off guard or they just didn't, you know, maybe they were watching the ball, and, and I don't know. It, that was a tough one, though. And you, That's where you wonder, you know, like they review every, every touchdown. Do, do you review those late-game situations after the buzzer goes off on an, any controversy at all? Do you hold them on the court and review that, you know? Well, let's talk bigger picture and Nebraska's effort and just intensity. It looked like it was good night, Irene, with Purdue up 14, and then Kisei and company uh, just won't go away. A 10-0 run for Nebraska. They force overtime. They had their chances, four offensive rebounds, one possession, and then the the call everyone's talking about, of course, is the, the the phantom grab that led to, to to two free throws and the eventual win for for Purdue? Nebraska's defense coach did enough to keep him in the game. The the offense didn't do enough to, to win the game, and, and uh, you know it it's tough for Nebraska fans. But the I guess the silver lining is PBA sounded like PBA again, and if you're if you're Fred and company, you can take. This uh, this effort with confidence, but you gotta gotta build from it. Yeah, you gotta talk about their defense, and that's that's where you can be the most consistent on the floor. But they are they're not giving up layups in in transition. They're running the floor back and building the wall. They're, they've been in stances to watch Vandemel up on the point guard and, and take kind of getting him out of the middle of the floor and. Uh, their stances are fantastic. You know their communication's good because they're handling the screens well on balls and all those doubles. And their rotations are really sound. 
And then, you know, they're, they're not giving up extreme amount of offensive rebounds, even against a big team like, uh, like Purdue. And the, the one thing that really was impressive in that game was they're, they're double on the post. They're rotating from the baseline, and they're getting there when the ball gets there. And they got him, they got Edie off balance a few times and forced some turnovers because he was off balance. And that was a really impressive rotation and game plan. And I thought Walker and company just did a great job on, you know, one of the leading scorers in the country. Coach Jeff Smith is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Coach, the defense was impressive, but it was Kisei Tominaga that was going to get the headlines following that game with uh, that, that heat check pull-up three to, to uh, bring the Huskers within one and then the, uh, the, the three-pointer to tie it just before the buzzer. It was, it was Kisei offensively, a whole, perform, a whole team performance defensively. Though. But why don't you speak for a second on Kisei. He's a guy that, you know, maybe a streaky shooter, but whenever he gets hot, it doesn't feel like there's really been anyone in Nebraska history that can knock down the three with as much consistency as he does. That is once he gets hot. Yeah, he's he's a little streaky, but it seems like he's gaining confidence. And and they're you know from the bench, he's getting an absolute green light, which always helps the shooter. But I I like his enthusiasm. I think PBA needs that. I think that team needs that. I think I think Sam and Derek Walker are steady, mature players, but you know they don't show a lot of emotion. I think he's that guy that can bring emotion to the team. Um, and when he's when he's got it going, I think they've got to run stuff for him. They got you know they got to let him go a few more minutes. Um, Wilcher obviously didn't have it the other night. He's been really really up and down. I'd like to see him just in the middle sometime. Mm-hmm. But they had yeah offensively you know they weren't at their best offensively. Besides Casey, you know they they struggled a little bit from the three and and getting some performance. And I thought even though they shot seventy percent from the line, they missed a couple crucial front ends and and then some some of the other guys just missed some threes that I think they've got to knock down to you know to beat a right what, what is now the number one team in the country yeah well and what I don't think I I saw against Purdue I didn't see panic uh the shots that that were maybe a little questionable went in which is good but for the most part, they were they were pretty poised uh, on offense, and the last you know couple three minutes, uh, both teams had issues scoring the ball. I mean, Purdue was three of fourteen, Nebraska was five of nineteen shooting. So uh, it was a, it was a desert offensively, but but a lot of that had to do with with Nebraska's defensive effort against the Giant, and then Purdue's obviously going to clog that lane up. But I thought Walker was. Just a joy to watch, especially with that offhand, able to beat the the would be uh, misdirection or block when he got going downhill. Uh, Nebraska didn't shoot at all well, obviously thirty percent. But man, coach, what what do you think Nebraska heads to to Kansas City with after after this Purdue ball game? K State's a, a big opportunity there, and Nebraska can get out of the non con here. Very, very respectable. Yeah, I think Nebraska, they, I think they just have to keep doing what they're doing and just continue to get reps where, where their shots are coming from in practice. With, with, I love it when Walker gets the ball around the free throw, free throw area because he can drive it. He's a good enough passer. He can distribute. I think that puts a lot of pressure. When, when nobody's help side defensively, that puts a lot of pressure on those, those opponents. And, and he's got an uncanny ability of finishing 
over bigs, and uh, he just he's able to put a lot of pressure on them. I just I, I and I Coach Hoiberg said it after the game. They had good looks in that game, looks winning looks, but they didn't make the winning shots. And they've just got to knock those down. They've got those those three guys that, especially Sam and and Vandemel, they've got to get up in the thirty percent you know shooting range from the three instead of down the twenties and. That I think that'll put us over the hump because our defense is consistent. If they if they keep building on that, and I think I think they know it. I think they know that's what's keeping them games. I I, I looked at the scoreboard. We're down ten. We're down twelve. But and we're not and we're struggling scoring. But they're we're just not letting them put us away because we just keep competing defensively. But now we've got to just get that offense. Just take a couple more steps in that offensive development and reps in those where we're getting those shots and, and knock those down. And I'm, I'm anxious to see one of those games where, where Wilcher's knocking them down and Tamanaga's knocking them down. And maybe, maybe Breidenbach comes in and hits one. And, you know, we've been close, but we haven't had quite everybody, you know, rolling at the same time. And they, they, we could beat anybody in the league if we can do that. It's coach Jeff Smith with us here on Hale varsity radio. And, if you put yourself in the shoes of Coach Hoiberg, Jeff, what drills would you be running in practice this week? You had an entire week to get better before you obviously head down to Kansas City and play a, a pretty good Kansas State team. They've only lost once this season. So if you're the, the head man, what drills would you be running in practice this week to get this team all ready to go? Yeah, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do as much game speed shooting under pressure as I can from where they're getting their shots and trying to speed even speed their offense up just a little bit more where they can execute at a high speed to get, you know, to get those, to get those looks and to give guys time to really set and shoot and, and really work on where, where our shots coming from and let's get a ton of reps under pressure. Um, game speed reps is what I'd be working on right now and just keep redefining that defense of what you want to do. I think that's solid, but you can never quit drilling, boxing out and drilling defensive transition and drilling, handling screens. But I, I'm, I'm focusing a lot on the offensive end with, with shooting pressure shots at game speed. Coach, uh, let's spend a minute here on Creighton. We've got uh, about two and a half minutes till we have a hard out, and then we'll bring you back for a little high school chat as well. But Creighton now continues to reel, had a tough one. Uh, against BYU, uh, they got to get right tonight somehow. But what are you seeing with the Blue Jays? Yeah, you know, missing Kalkbrenner in that last game maybe cost them a win there. I, and but but you know they got foul trouble. They didn't adjust the officials very well. Um, they're just not quite on the same page right now. I, I think you know some people are saying maybe they overscheduled. Um, They've had a tough schedule. It's hard to recover sometimes if you don't have one of those games in between where you can kind of get healthy. And um, they've, they've definitely had a challenging schedule. Uh, but but later on, that may pay off. That they're finding a lot about them, a lot out about themselves, and then they can they can adjust and work and improve. And when when they start shooting the ball just a little better, you know, and they get Kalkbrenner back, I still think they have potential. But what? What they're finding out is when you're a you know, when you're a top ten team, um, you can go you can go watch somebody on TV and they just look okay, but then they play you and they look like a different team. And I think BYU is a great example of that. BYU was five and five going into that game. They'd lost to you know some teams they shouldn't have, 
and you know Grand Canyon and teams like that. Well, they they play you. They know you're a top or were a top ten team, and they're gonna you're gonna see their best shot. So it's a lot different when you're on that side of it. And I think they've got to you know be ready to handle that kind of kind of performance from opponents. It is that, and you hear coaches talk about it. You hear ads preach about it, but going from the hunter to the hunted and it's a whole different mentality of having to um to to be on every night and and be able to respond to to different challenges be it a BYU it's it's their super bowl so to speak at least at this point in the season and uh, it takes a special team to 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 handle that pressure but also thrive under it and and right now I think you're right I think Creighton will be okay. I think they'll figure things out. They'll put a run together. They'll look uh, like they're supposed to look at some point, but there's some growing pains right now with all the uh, the adulation they, they've received. Coach, yeah, ha- and they, go ahead. Go, go ahead. If you got a break, we can, we can go after. Yeah, hang on. Respond to that, and then we'll get your weekend thoughts uh, with some of the, the high school prep action. Good, good weekend to high school basketball. So, Coach Jeff Smith with us. Hall of Famer, longtime uh, Hall of Fame coach with Lincoln Southeast, assistant with Coach Danny Nee, Nebraska basketball. And uh, we'll have a few more minutes with Coach Smith at Tail Varsity. And we're presented by Currency. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. A few more minutes, Jeff Smith with us from Hale Varsity Radio, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Uh, and uh, Coach Smith, of course, uh, talking Creighton and their woes. And Coach, what's a it's a fair timetable to get out of the funk? I know Coach Mack wants it tonight. Yeah, you know sometimes it takes a little practice time. To be honest with you, kind of to regroup. I, I was going to say before the break too, Creighton. Creighton has a lot of players that that you know want and need the ball in their hands. You know, Shireman likes handling the ball. Alexander finished the season so strong last year. I think he's confident that he can do more for the team. Kaluma, you know, NBA is talking about Kaluma. So I think he wants to, there's probably scouts at every game. So they've kind of got to get that under control and really get a feel for, you know, who's, who's going to do what and, and when, you know, and that's not easy to coach sometimes. It's just, sometimes it just takes a little time to work itself out and, you know, Kalkbrenner was a, was a focus, and then all of a sudden he's out. And we'll see if he plays tonight. But it, I, think, I think they need some practice time here probably, and, and they, they really don't get much of a break. Heck, they, they, um, they play on Christmas. They play DePaul on Christmas Day, so they don't have a lot of – sometimes you get to play in too many games and you don't get enough practice time to kind of regroup, and I think they need that. Coach, do you have any advice for breaking a shooting slump? I know there's a lot of superstitions in baseball for breaking a slump. <laughs> was it was it was it Giambi that wore the uh, the golden thong underneath the the jersey to break the slump? That he did. And then there was like everything from changing bats to to urinating on bats. There's there's a whole lot of superstitions for breaking a slump. The Moise salute treatment, yes. Yeah, yeah. Any any superstitions for breaking a shooting slump in basketball from you, Coach Smith? I don't know about shoot superstitions, but. My thing was, if I had a player that was struggling, I, I would just take them one-on-one. You can tell them one thing that they think helps, and sometimes it does, but you can, you can look at a kid and say, you're, you're, you're looking up at the ball way too early. Keep your eyes down on the rim a little longer or the whole time. Then they start seeing it going in, and they think, oh, that's it. That's, that's the key. Coach told me my eyes are going up too early, and they start making a few. You work with them one-on-one. They, you know, they make, 
you shoot 53s and they make 30 of them, they're feeling good about sometimes it's just a little thing that you can pick out and just help them one-on-one. And they just, it, it's not much between having that confidence that's going in and having that lack of confidence where you just did the hole looks too small and it, it, it's a weird thing, but no, I didn't ever put any, any, you know, special underwear on guys or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know. no live chicken. I, I get it. <laughs> Let's uh, get your thoughts here. The weekend of, of high school prep action. Uh, what'd you think here? I know Southwest uh, survived Omaha North. I know East had a nice win over Central. And what a finish by Miller North to survive in overtime against Southeast. Yeah, and you called that game. I got to listen to it. Unfortunately, I had to go to a Christmas, my wife's Christmas party. <laughs> I shouldn't say unfortunately. I might get in trouble. But I got to listen to you. And, you know, Southeast just kind of went, their offense went defunct there down mm-hmm. the end. But sounded like a pretty good game. East is actually number one in wild card points right now. That central win got them over the hump. Um, so they're, And then Southwest is fifth in wild card. North Star seventh. Southeast is ninth. Lincoln overall right now is 19 and eight, and I really, I really, we said that at the start of the year. I really feel like it's up trending up for the for the Lincoln schools, and they've all got a, you know pretty good wins under their belt, um, and they've they've all played a you know fairly good schedule with the preps in the Millard North. But East has prep this weekend and Lincoln High. That's going to be a really good test to see where they are. You know, sometimes it takes some time to really get a feel for where they're at. Southeast is at Gretna, and Gretna's beat a couple Lincoln teams already Northeast in overtime and um, Lincoln, like Lincoln high needs that East test to see where they, they've had a little easier schedule, but, but they're three and one and, and gaining some confidence. And then Miller North's playing everybody in the Metro and, and now it's Northeast turn. So that'll be a good one. And then, um, and Northeast also, uh, or excuse me, Northeast plays bell West and Miller North plays North star. So, and then Pius has Westside. So there's some great games uh, here in the city with, with the top Metro teams. And we're going to be able to sort a little bit out of where people are after this weekend. You know, you, you get uh, some of your legs back from that football to basketball transition. And I know that's, that, that's what we're expecting from Westside and also from, from Gretna. And, yeah, they're they're going on on the road this weekend or or hosting in, in Gretna's case, but it's you're just wondering when that gap, if that gap would would narrow between the Omaha Metro and and Lincoln Metro. And right now, you got to feel pretty good if if you're a Lincoln basketball fan. And I know that uh, the, the title goes through the Metro the last several state championships. Yeah, you, you do feel much better. I think just talent-wise, you can go watch Southwest and, and Northeast and Southeast and, and just see that the, there's length and size and um, shooting ability, and, and some of it's pretty youthful too. So um, I think it, it feels like all the Lincoln schools can compete with just about anybody. And, I, you know, Bell West still has that probably a little bit of an edge on people and Gretna coming off a really good year with their toughness and you know those coaches do a great job, but you know it's not. There's not a very big gap there, if if there is a gap at all. And I think I think Lincoln High School basketball is kind of back and uh, and gaining confidence that they can play with anybody. Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, uh, Hall of Fame coach for the Southeast Knights, longtime assistant with 
Nebraska and uh, Coach Nee. Coach, this was awesome. Thanks for making time today and, and jumping on with us to go over some hoops uh, and and uh, not only at the college level but but also the high school realm. And always fun spending time with you. Love it, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you, Coach. There he is, Jeff Smith, with us here at Hale Varsity Radio. I love our Monday chats and uh, really good inside expertise. Coach Smith's uh, as good as it gets. Were, were you uh, were you surprised to see Purdue jump up to number one after what they did on Saturday? It, it's a testament to them that they were able to stick with that, like at the hostile uh, home court advantage that is PBA, and stick with it and, and go grind out a win. But I was surprised to see him jump up to one. Well, I'll say this: I think a lot of the national talking heads. A, they like Fred, and, and they should like Fred. But B, I think they've seen enough in Nebraska with their, their quad one schedule to know that, okay, Nebraska's not great. Are they a, are they a tournament team? Probably not. Don't know. But this, this is different. And they've seen it multiple times now where it's just not a off night by the other guy. Nebraska's causing those off nights. And I know Florida State's a bit of a mess, and BC's not great, but you see some some comparative scores. Okay, who did BC just lose to? Oh, they lost to so-and-so by 10. Or Florida State was in it till about the five-minute mark or so. What's going on? Well, Nebraska's just better. They're just better. I think that's being uh, realized by... Folks at Fox, folks at ESPN, a number of the college basketball writers uh, noticed the difference in its grit, its toughness, and quite frankly, it's about the the, together, the togetherness with this Nebraska basketball team. That's the biggest uh, difference to me. Real quick, go to the phones. We got Moose on the line. Moose, go for it, bud. How are you? Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Uh... I just quickly, this team is becoming, the Nebraska basketball team is becoming one of my favorite squads of all time, right? I've been going to games, uh, I guess I will admit, it, for 40 years. And uh, you have to go back to when Coach Smith was coaching there mm-hmm. to find some of my other favorite squads. But this is, uh, they're right up there. They're a joy to watch. I felt like they deserved to win on Saturday. I'm not going to get into officiating or whatever, but. Uh, they're working hard. They don't give up. They share. They play defense. Just fun squad to watch. I can't wait. It, it is, Moose. Hang on going. for us. Thanks so much. Okay. 